Hi, this is Joy Altamari. So excited to have my guest here, Julie Cartwright, who's the president of PVOV, to join us on episode six of What the Health, which is where we talk about everything female health oriented. Um, We will talk about reproduction, but the goal is really to talk beyond reproduction because holistic health care for women is not just around fertility and infertility. It's around all these other things, particularly a topic that no one really talks about at all, which is menopause, which is what we're going to talk about today. So today the episode is around the case for employer-sponsored menopause care benefits, the most neglected inward in healthcare, the most neglected inward in healthcare. Um, Julie, welcome all the way from Chicago, coming in on the flight, going out on the flight, (laughs) praying for great, um, great travel mercies, (laughs) hopefully like we had some people here earlier from Chicago this morning and they were like, it was horrible getting here yesterday. So I'm praying, praying, praying that you get home on time and no issues. But how are you? I'm so great. I feel so honored to be here with my friend. Yes, you. my friend. Um, and I'm just thrilled to be talking about this topic. Yes. And I also hope that I get home safe. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wait. Julie, you are um, president of PVOV, which I would love for you to tell people a little bit about how you got there, but then what is PVOV? Sure. Um, you know what, actually, the story of how I got there really is, um, I think it illuminates exactly what was needed in the market. I come from a long time um, in fitness, um, about 20 years prior to hearing about these co-founders that were really talking about functional fitness. Yep. And I ended up meeting one of the co-founders, Rachel Katzman, and she talked about her pursuit of getting um, a physical result from her fitness that she'd been really looking for. But the profound thing was not only did she get that lifted butt, that, you know, tone thigh, the more important thing is that she started to feel better in her body. Right. And I just felt like there was a smarter way, functional movement. So what PVOLV is, is it's functional movement plus resistance-based training. So at the heart of it, it is a workout. Right. But we've really evolved through our clinical advisory board. We've got three doctors on our board and we not only are impacting your physical vanity, right. but more importantly, your vitality and helping the woman specifically from everything from menstrual age right. to post-menopause. And right. that's where I'm moving with menopause. I love this idea of functional fitness because women carry a lot. You know, we carry babies, we carry large bags, we carry stress of you know, elderly parents of the community. And so functional fitness to me, even though I know it's really defined as you described it, it's a metaphor for how women need to prepare to carry the load that of life, You're really, right, honestly. Right. And it's mental, it's spiritual, and it's physical. And yes. the fact that I and I have to be in full transparency, I've done PVOL, I did it a couple of weeks ago with Julie. My, I'm a, I am a subscriber of PVOL. The thing that I love so much about it is that it's building from the inside out. Mm -hmm. The effects can look aesthetically pleasing, but it's really, like you said, you feel stronger. I feel that I can function in my life. I can be a person who can carry all of these different roles effectively, but still I have that moment of strength that's coming from within, which is what we want to talk about today. I'm so glad that you brought up strength. I mean, strength is what it is that we build from the inside out. And I think that as women, we we do so much in our lives, everything from 
um, cooking, cleaning, cooking. working, exactly. <laughs> stressing, and yeah. being strong in your body is just yeah. so amazing. And the connection of strengthening your body to strengthen your mind, it can't be underrated. Mm-hmm. Really, honestly, I think about, we were just talking about when I was pregnant with my daughter, Ella, and I, you know, I was, I said to you at this moment, again, everyone in this podcast knows that I'm on a mission <laughs> to lose some weight because I, it's not about the weight. It's about, I don't feel strong, right? When I was pregnant with Ella, I felt strong enough to push her out because I was actively moving and functioning. I was actually more, more athletic then than I have been post two years of COVID. So I think it's important for women to know that the solutions, while they may have aesthetic benefits, that you can't underestimate, you can't actually that you can't put a price tag on the internal benefits, the mental, the physical strength that you feel in your abdomen, in your chest, in your arms. Those are things that, you know, help you carry your life, carry yourself. Yes. Um, so we're going to get more in the PVOV and how it was designed um, because I think that's important for our listeners to understand that there is not, it's not just another workout. It yeah. actually has um, intentional design behind it that helps combat some of the things that we're, talking going to talk about which is menopause um so um literally most people don't understand that this is the one health issue that's universally ignored in the united states and more than 90 percent of women are affected by it acute challenges by it you know and i always use the example that you know while i am this is equitable health care for both men and women we want that but this the community that we live in the united states that we live in if we took the symptoms that a woman goes through pre-menopausal, during menopause, and post-menopause, if we just wrote them out and we applied them to a 25-year-old or a 35-year-old guy, male, I guarantee you there'd be a clinical diagnosis, Absolutely. right? When we talk about hair loss, the combination of hair loss, heat flashes, memory loss, va- weight, gain. weight gain, can't sleep, um, anxiety in some instances, those are like the top ones that people know, but there's also, it's, you could have intensive bleeding consistently for weeks. So if we took those, those symptoms, I guarantee if those were applied to a 25 year old or a 35 year old male, we would not only have clinical diagnosis, but we'd have employer policies of giving them appropriate leave. We would probably also have some support from the pharmaceutical companies around designing prescriptions to help them combat it. And so, Again, we're not anti-men, we're pro-women because we're trying to figure out, hey, where is that gap in the discussion and the dialogue? And particularly, where can employers fill the gap until everybody else catches up? And and menopause is one of those places. I think um, what we're going to talk a little bit about is the substantial toll that it has on women and as a byproduct, productivity in the workplace is decreased. Um, Employers, right, don't understand that. Nope. As a matter of fact, I read a staggering stat, you know, that one in five women one in five. have either left their, the workplace or are considering leaving just right. because of the symptoms of menopause. And look, I'm, I'm 46 years old. Yeah, 44. And, I, <laughs> and I've been like raised to be scared of menopause. Really? Like, like these are the things that, that you're going to be like experiencing. You're absolutely going to gain weight. You're, you're wow. absolutely going to, you know, sort of like lose control of the things that you've had control of. Your femininity. It's yes. also like I, to the scared part, like you're, you're going to have hair growing in places that <laughs> hair shouldn't grow. 
right? Yeah, that's painful sex. Right. I mean, all of, all of that. Things, and, you know, that's just unfair for a woman who really is entering the best, best time of her life. life. Yes. You know? Best time so. of her life. I think the connection that you're making as well is that women who go through this, one in five, right, who have major issues and they've talked about not being able to go to work. Mm-hmm. Let's say they get to a place where they've cobbled together a solution. <laughs> Unfortunately, they have to do that. And they can now manage through it and they want to reenter the workforce. But we know the statistics are that eight out of 10 women who are over 50 who want to come back into the workforce are not able to. This, the jobs aren't there. The biases exist. I shouldn't say the jobs aren't there. The jobs are there, but the biases exist as barriers to get them back into the workforce. And Absolutely. some, most of them have been before they exited were leaders, were managers, were contributors. Yep. Um, so it's important to understand what menopause is, to destigmatize it, right? To remove the fear, not only for the woman who's going through it, but the ecos- ecosystem that she lives in, which is the employer set, mostly men. So this is for employers to listen through. Um, the evolution of menopause or uh, the policies that need to evolve are similar to the ones that we've developed around pregnancy and childbirth. So hands up to all the people who are giving three months paid leave, four months paid leave for women who, who are having babies. Maybe we should think about that for menopause as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, because there's physical, there's neuropsychological, there's sexual to your point earlier. Um, there's vasomotor symptoms that hamper the quality of life for these women that in some way, some ways it doesn't allow them to live how they lived just a decade ago, just yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brain fog. I mean, brain you fog. know, here you've, you've worked your entire career to get to this point and all of a sudden you're sort of dealing with that. I think confidence level yep. too. You're confidence. dealing with, um, you know, sometimes depression or yep. your body looks differently. You're, you're, you're not feeling as good about yourself. Yep as you previously did, these are things that are, are not fair. Yeah. And there's not solutions. fair, <laughs> not fair. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about before, like constipation is a major yes. symptom of menopause, right? So constipation for weeks, sometimes you are embarrassed to talk about it. You don't feel good. Your clothes don't fit. No, nope. you have to go out into the, into the world, but you have this heaviness mm-hmm. with you, physical, emotional, and mental heaviness. And I have to say, we had a conversation a couple episodes ago about um, miscarriages. It's similar to miscarriages where there's no one talking about it. Yes, because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And and you know what? I want to even take that back. It shouldn't be. It should not be. We have to open up the conversation about this because... Women are experiencing this, and and it's inevitable. It's inevitable. You it's a part of life. Through menopause, yes, like, you've earned that. You yes, know? you've earned it. <laughs> I love. We should switch it out. You've earned the right to go through menopause. You've done all the things. Yeah, you've earned the right to go through celebrate yeah. menopause, yeah. right? Because it is it is a passage of womanhood. It is. It is, and I think to your point, it can't be. We sh- we should destigmatize it. We yes. can't say, "Oh my God, it's so awful." Let's just talk biologically what's happening. Menopause is a time of a woman's life. Like you said, it's biological between 45 and 55. So we're in the midst of possibly, we're premenopausal, right? And I'm talking about having another baby, Mm -hmm. but we're (laughs) premenopausal. This is when the ovaries stop producing eggs and menstrual periods. And so your estrogen and progesterone go down because you're not producing those as much. Which has a massive impact on your health. Everything. Your fragility, I was going to say the fragility of your bones. Yes. 
increases because you're not producing the hormones that keep them strong, right? One in two women after the age of 50 will break a bone. Isn't that crazy? And then as they get older, breaking bones lands you in the hospital, maybe other things happen. Like it's devastating, right? Um, So we mostly just say, oh, you can't get pregnant more. But there's so many other things that happen. Um, It doesn't happen suddenly. That's the thing that I, I think people misunderstand. They're like, oh, it's a switch. It's like, so when you have your first period, yes, it's a switch. But what you don't realize is all these things happen before you have your first period. Same thing with menopause. Yep. It's not a switch. It happens. Most women experience symptoms several years before they actually are in menopause. And they don't really understand that, mm-hmm. right? They don't understand that heat flash that they had, you know, two months ago. They thought, oh, it's just a hot day. They don't understand the brain fog, I think, is the, how am I losing my mind? I need to make more list, right? But this is happening years before they actually are told that they have menopause. And then they complete, technically, biologically, your complete menopause once you uh, have one full year about your period. But that could be many years. Yes, it can. And I think that the important thing that, uh, that that just highlights is that you really can start to prepare for menopause awesome. when, when you're 40. Yep. Because you are going to start losing muscle mass by the time you're 40. You do want to start having this habit. You, you were just talking yep. about your habit. You know, you want to have this habit of working out and having cardiovascular health so that you can move blood into your brain yep. so that you can avoid dementia yep. and or delay dementia and, and brain fog. So there's these things that it's, it's almost like Prevention. before perimenopause. Yep. It, it's just how do you do that and how do you get educated on those things that you should be doing that can help you. And it's all around, like you said, prepare, i.e. prevention. Yes. You can't stop it from happening, but you can prevent or slow down the impact of it because you're educated around it. Yeah. How much better do we, how much better can we navigate things when we expect them versus being shocked by them? Yes. So number one, menopause is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can prepare for it. Yes. We're going to talk about how PVOF has been designed for that. Um, we're just going to hit a couple more symptoms because I think people, especially if you're in that age group and you're like, this could be me. Are you having abnormal bleeding, vaginal dryness, bladder control? It's not because you just had two babies five years ago, this is a symptom of menopause. Hot flashes. It's, you know, it's 90 degrees in New York right now. I was like, what's going on? Am I premenopausal? <laughs> okay, no. But hot flashes are great. They're a common symptom and people often dismiss them because they're like, oh, it's just hot today. Um, anxiety, night sweats, all of these things, you know, you think, oh, I'm overstressed so I can't go to sleep. Sleep hygiene is a huge topic for us. Maybe you're premenopausal. Um, depression is a huge, you talked touched on it earlier, because, you know, some people are f- afraid of menopause. They've been taught you're no longer a woman, but you're, we're going to change the narrative. We're celebrating menopause because you've earned the right as a woman to go <laughs> through it, it, right? Um, so what I want to switch to a little bit, and I really want to dig deep into this if we can, is PVOL was specifically designed around combating Part of its design was was to combat some of these things that women and prepare their bodies yes. for menopause. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what have you, what how was PVOB designed initially and what have you thought about, what was thought about when it was being designed that incorporates some of these components to help people prepare for menopause, women prepare for menopause? Yeah, so originally just by us being a functional movement, functional movement is really mimicking the, the actual 
daily activities that, that you're going through. So it is actually preparing your body to have the proper alignment, proper biomechanics right. to, to deal with your everyday. So fundamentally, like we're good for your body long term. I think very early on, we had a doctor of physical therapy that specialized in pelvic floor. And she reached out to us, I think it was like the first year we were in business. And she said, you know what, I'm, I'm actually prescribing this to my, I love it. my patients because I need them to have at-home therapy for them to really understand pelvic floor. Nobody's talking about the pelvic floor. And these movements, because they are have a very mind and body connection, connection yeah. and they're very intentional, you use that word, um, it's, it's helping my patients to combat the things that they're dealing with because of their pelvic floor abnormalities. Right. So everything from releasing to, to strengthening. So this was sort of like our aha moment very yeah. early on is, is that like your daily fitness, your daily movement should help you in, in a more profound way than just a, a vanity aesthetic. Agreed. And so we started to build our clinical board. We got into a number of clinical studies just about how when you have awareness of the way that your body moves, you can actually combat symptoms like lower back pain which is um, common yeah. sense right it when is. you say it out loud you're like of course yeah. of course you can yeah. but no one was thinking of it no. really no so so we started really with a lot of pelvic floor programming and i think honestly joy we were a little bit of like Ahead of your time. Yes. hundred percent. We were. And yeah. we were so proud of it, but we're like, wait, does anybody get to care about this? Yes. Nobody's even talking about the pelvic floor. But, you know, it, I knew it was important. Yep. As, as, a, as a female leader, I had pelvic floor issues. I was yep. peeing all over the place. Yeah. You know, I'm mean, yeah. not all over the place. But like when I jump roped, I was yeah. like, definitely. Anything that shocked me. Yeah. I'm only wearing yeah. black. Um, <laughs> and so then we just started to lean into women's health um, and, you know, really teamed up with an OBGYN, yep. a chief physiologist to do everything from combat symptoms around endometriosis, pelvic floor, um, prenatal, postnatal, um, and then menstrual cycle, cycle syncing, really understanding your body. But our North Star has always been menopause. Half of our member base is about to approach the right. age of, of menopause. Yep. And we know it's the biggest thing that is not being talked about and that there's not access to real tools. So we started working with a company called Electra Health. Yep. Um, Electra Health is, is amazing, almost, you know, also female-founded. Yep. And their mission really aligns with our mission, and that is to provide care, mm-hmm. education, and community around this taboo subject of yep. menopause. So we started to develop programming that was very specific to the symptoms that you just talked about. Because yep. we need to make sure that Joy Yu, who's really dealing with um, – you know, sleeplessness and anxiety yep. that you have what you need. And whereas me, if I'm dealing with a, a abdominal, yeah. you know, fat, yep. um, and, and all of a sudden out of the blue, I know what I need to do yep. in order to combat that. It's customized. It's, it's individualized, um, which I loved. And I love the fact that it was rooted in scientific and clinical data, yes. research, perspective, you know, at EHE Health, we are definitely all about evidence-based information to guide our our, our guide our, our strategies. So it, it so it was PBOP, right? Yes. It was very much around. And to be clear, that doctor prescribed it, but it's a direct-to-consumer product. We're going to talk at the end. You're going to tell people how they can find it, but um, it is important that it's rooted in clinical information and it's evidence-based information, and it's designed to connect, like you said, the individual symptoms or individual conditions that a woman may go through because no two women are the same. Yes, absolutely. And we 
We not only leverage experts at Electra, so we worked with a nurse practitioner, yep. Nurse Jackie, who is board certified in menopause, but also, um, you know, just incredibly knowledgeable. But we also used our doctor of physical therapy that specializes in pelvic floor and our OBGYN. And you have a clinical board, we right? Do. An advisory board yes. full of the doctors that you're talking about and others to consistently regulate and, and question and support what PVOV is doing to yep. advise around what should we be thinking about because medicine changes, yes. right? So yeah. talk a little bit about the design. You don't have to tell people the particular people, but the design of that board and, and how you use them, how you leverage them. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of that board. I mean, yeah. that was a little, ambi- a little ambitious too. Um, so we've got three clinicians that are currently on our board, a physiologist, um, which makes sense with the functional movement. Yep, makes total um, sense. OBGYN, which of course- Has to be like, there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then we've got our doctor of physical therapy and pelvic floor. And that's, again, it's all about the way that you move your body to be preventative and rehabilitative. Yep. Um, so we leverage them in, in, in every possible way. They're not just sitting on our board and we check in with them every so often. They're actually on set. Good. They're actually program developing with us. They're helping us to- uh, not only gather third-party research, but also put together clinical studies. We're in several. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it, it really is, is they're like a part of yeah. our our programming. Our, they're helping our, to architect. They're ex- co-architects, exactly. right? Exactly. And they are incredibly passionate about what our mission is. Which is the key. Yes, I agree. It's the key. They have to be, you know, everyone knows my story. I wasn't passionate about healthcare until I became a mom. And I think that passion was probably rooted like in me, but you have, the passion is a difference yes. from success. You can have a well-educated board, but if they're not to your point, if they're just going to have the annual board meetings or the four times a year board meetings, that's not helpful. You need an advisory board who really understands the vision yes. and is passionate about your success. Right. Very. And, and I think passion is so critically important. Yeah. Um, but this is just the beginning. We're also bringing on a fertility doctor Love from it. NYU. We're looking at some other, um, you know, members that, that we have a lot of respect for in the community to also join our board. So yep. this is just really the beginning. But menopause is not just not just moving with menopause, this first programming, and we can kind of talk a little bit about that, but like this will be an ongoing pillar of our content that we provide on our on-demand platform. Got it. Because exercising, like you said earlier, is so important um, because it moving every day, that was my, so everyone knows I'm on this health thing. The thing is just to move every day because I don't, I'm not a bad eater, but I didn't move for two years. (laughs) I didn't move for two years. I moved, I just moved to get the remote. Um, and New York shut you. down, you know, so I used to walk a lot. I didn't walk to those two years. So moving is so important because it reduces cardiovascular disease, the risk of, of stroke. Um, and all of the things that we have discussed, sleep anxiety, poor sleep hygiene, mm-hmm. moving actually helps with all that. This, yes. this is common sense when people start moving like, oh, I slept better and I didn't want to eat that, that, you know, that salty fried food. It all connects, but particularly for menopause, it can help improve your mood. It can reduce your stress levels. It can prevent incontinence. Like, and particularly a program like PVOV that's designed for those symptoms. Yes, absolutely. If you don't move your body, you won't be able to move your body, period. Oh, I it, love that. If you don't move your body, you won't be able to move your body. Yes. No much, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You no. can't, if you can't move your body, Ugh, it's horrible. So if you horrible. don't move your body, you can't move your body. You won't be able to move. I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal it. You go for it. Um, 
I want to talk a little bit more about just a couple of things and, and then I want to uh, make sure that we leave a little time for some fun facts around Julie. But, um, oh <laughs> you know, I want to just make sure people know that, it, you know, women have reported um, 84% of them say that menopause interferes with their day-to-day life. 99% of women in the U.S. don't have employer access to employer-sponsored menopause care benefits. But you just announced something around menopause that we can talk about. Um, menopause productivity loses uh, losses exceed about $150 billion annually. That means that women aren't producing, so we lose $150 billion annually. This is all preventable. Right. And you said one in four women have left their job. One in five women have left their job due to menopause. Nine out of 10 women say menopause affects their work performance and their personal relationships. This is ridiculous. Yes. 90% of women are saying that menopause impacts them negatively in work or at home. And we don't have solutions, but we're changing that. Yeah. And and your employer should offer menopause care. Yeah. That's that's what they should do because. We're very valuable in the workforce. I mean, we can talk all day um, about how valuable women are because we are women leaders. But yes, women are valuable to the workforce. They're valuable from a strategic perspective, but from a cultural perspective. Women, young girls, mid-manager women like to see women in leadership positions. And if we're 45 to 55, we're probably going through menopause. Employers I'm talking to the women who sit in the human resources and benefits offices. You have the voice to make this happen. You have an opportunity to say, let's design a menopause employer benefit program, sponsored program. Let's partner with companies like PVOV. Let's uneducate ourselves on it, provide a solution. Because not every woman wants, you know, it would be a misnomer to think we just want to take a pill for it. We want to feel stronger. Yeah. We want to feel in control of our bodies. Yes. Work with companies like Pevolve to develop programs that your employers don't have to pay for it and they can actually love where they work but also love their bodies. Yeah. No, I mean, that is part of our mission for sure. We just released a press release. We have yeah. a lot of interest from a number of companies, which I am really pleased about. Yep. I'm, 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 this, this, this is a trending, ongoing, growing topic. Yep. And it's gonna it's gonna impact women's retention, but it's yep. also gonna impact the recruiting of strong females. And you know, I want to make sure that we've got some tools that can actually provide real results. Yep. Um, because that's that's where it, it all starts. It's like, oh, wow, I am feeling better in my body. Yep. I I, I want to work harder. Yep. I am stronger. I love that word. You know, I am stronger in my body, and I'm I'm more in control. You know, yep. and I want to stay here. Yep. Um, I think. Women who are listening, definitely start asking if you're interviewing. You know, they're going to talk to you all about, you know, which we love. It's a huge progress, but, you know, 100% paid infertility treatments. Mm-hmm. Ask them, great. I'm thinking about live, working here for a while. What do you do for menopause? Yes. What are your menopause programs? Do you have any support there? Do you, what's the employer sponsor? Like, have I think the more that we have women asking those questions, the more employers will start to think about it and reach out to companies like yours to say, how are you, how is this going to work? Yeah. I, I love that. I love that to rally women yeah. to start talking about this, to start demanding it. Yeah. Demanding you know? it. Yeah. I mean, this is what we need. Yep. So, and, and, and it's available. It's it available is. and people are talking, working through it. They're they, we're not asking people to be experts. We're saying reach out to the experts because they're there Yes. and they're working on it. We can reach out to your whole board, your advisory yeah, board and be like, definitely. how do we design this? Yep. 
Um, all right. So we're winding down. They go so, these go so fast. We've been talking for 25 minutes. You wouldn't even know. Um, so is there anything that we didn't touch on that you want our listeners to know? Because I definitely don't want to miss a point. Well, I think that I just think it's important to point out what moving with menopause yep. is. It's, it's 18 actual workouts that were, again, designed with clinical boards and uh, certified trainers. Yep. Um, they're all symptom-specific, so there's four different symptoms that we really combat. What are those? Um, so it is um, muscle mass, right. which, which helps with Super body uh, composition, and you start losing muscle mass right. when you're in your 40s. Um, then it's bone density because as you lose estrogen, yep. that's where the one in you know one in two women are going to break a bone Ugh. after fifty, which is so unfair. And heart health, so those are together. Yep. Those that that bone density and that um, heart health. Then it's pelvic floor. Yep. Pelvic floor is so important. Incontinence, uh, constipation, and painful sex. You could either have too tight of a pelvic floor or too loose, or too loose right. of the pelvic floor. And we we help you to, to sort of strengthen and or release yep. um, your pelvic floor. And then the fourth is is actually like mindset. Mindset, <laughs> mood, recovery. We're hard on ourselves. We're going through a lot. We're, we're having brain fog. We're ex- confused. Exactly. And this is how you start to combat sleeplessness. Um, you actually are, are doing moves that can lower your cortisol, which does impact um, weight amazing. gain. Um, and then it's, it's meditation and recovery. Um, so each block of, of workouts is really designed to combat that. So again, it's, it's very personal. And is it a module that you go through? It's a set of modules that you go through or it's you kind of figure out which ones you need as a combination of things? Yeah, so so it really is, is up to you. It's very easy to follow. Yep. And it's all broken down in the platform, in Got our it. on-demand Pevolve platform by symptom and then you can you can do as many workouts as you want in yep. those blocks or as few as you want yep. um but they're designed to get real results and you know and i think and they are yeah and they are and we've, we've had women go through them um and have felt better than ever and yep. you know and we're doing a lot about outcomes right now that's just great. to like prove that all out do you have a studio in New York? Do you have studios anywhere else? Yeah, we've yeah. got a studio in, in Soho, and then yep. we've got a studio in West Hollywood, and then we've also got a studio in Chicago, and then we're franchising. So we've got, we've sold 10 franchises, San Diego, Vancouver, um, Dallas, yep. Nashville. I mean, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone, go to PVOLV. It's P.VOLV, or on the website, it's P-V-O-L-V-E.com. Yes. Um, look for Julie Cartwright on her LinkedIn. She's very, she's a, she is my friend. I'm so happy she was able to come. She's so personable. She really loves helping people, which is really embodied in the PVL philosophy. But reach out to her on LinkedIn because she definitely um, will respond. She will respond back and Absolutely. help you find a place. But like she said, PVL is coming for you. Definitely check out the website to see if they're in your hometown or not. If you're visiting me or visiting a friend in New York, definitely go to the Soho, drop into the Soho um, facility. It's beautiful, number one. And number two, everyone's so friendly from the front desk to the the person who's going to lead the class. Julie, thank you for joining us. Uh, Is there anything that we didn't hit that you need to tell people? No, I just absolutely love, you know, that you're trying to spread the word on this. It's Thank so you. Important, so it's so I important. We want people talking about menopause. We don't, we don't want people to whisper it anymore. We want yeah. them to say it loud, celebrate that they've earned the right and employers to create some policies around it. Yeah. Smash the taboo. For <laughs> sure. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of what the health. This was um, the most neglected inverted healthcare, which we're going to combat should no longer be, Uh, taboo to say menopause and we really want to thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time